it's Monday the 23rd of January. Welcome to Afternoon Sport, the first one for 2023. I'm Shad Wicker, joined of course by Shane Lee. How you doing Shane? You're fresh off a uh, pretty important gig over the summer. A bit of a tour was taking place. Yeah, we've had a fantastic break mate. So and hello to everyone, welcome, happy to be back here on uh, Afternoon Sport. But no, we played a six now gig uh, just in mum and dad's place down the south coast yesterday. Right. It's called the Fest- Festival of Love with Six Now Boys. What we didn't realise, mate, until we showed up, it was a bit of a Christian festival. <laughs> so it was ah. uh, there was a there was a plastic <laughs> blow up pool there, and they were baptising people. And uh, well, really? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, it's full on, it's full on, mate. And um, I've always wondered what a what a Christian music festival would be like. Was everyone just <laughs> knocking back the holy waters? Is that what was happening? <laughs> There was no alcohol. There was no alcohol, sir. But uh, I tried to jump in that pool and get baptized, but the water jumped out. So, uh, <laughs> but it was rock and roll, mate. We played some good music, and Kieran Gribben, the former lead singer from In Excess, was uh, he joined us on stage. It was a it was a good afternoon, but uh, no alcohol consumed until we got back to mum and dad's afterwards. No, oh, fair enough. Yeah, of course. All the wine was, of course, blood of Christ, as we know. So, <laughs> uh, look on today's show, we'll be discussing some cricket. All right, some big footy news as well. NBA, UFC. And of course, what is happening at the Australian Open? Let's get into it. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. We're in the business end of the Australian Open, Shano, and look, the biggest talk has been not so much what's been happening on the court, but more about who's missing from it. We've got talk of like Netflix curses, obviously Kyrgios being out, Tom Lenovich out. What are your thoughts on the Open so far? Are you loving it? Are you hating it? Do you feel like it's boring without the big names? Look, it's definitely been different without Nick Kyrgios. So I must admit, I do enjoy tuning in when he plays. Uh, love him or hate him. Um, I think what you find with a lot of the tennis players, they're very robot-like and almost sterile in a lot of ways. Oh, and and he yeah. brings he brings a lot of a lot of colour to it. But you're dead right. This Netflix curse. Um, those who have seen the one called Breakpoint, all ten players that performed in the first series are now out. Mm. All gone. Yeah. So they're, they're, <laughs> so they're saying if, if you want to stay in a tournament, don't go and uh, get interviewed by Netflix. Yeah, I love I love how the the like um, superstitions of sports stars seep into things like that. Mm. It's like the Madden curse in the NFL as well. I love a little bit of that guy seeping through the Australian Open. But let's be real. We've seen some amazing tennis in these upsets. I mean, just over the weekend, we saw world number one Iga Swiatek, who I thought, I thought Iga was just going to run rampant through the women's draw this year to get beaten by Elena Rybakina, who did the same thing uh, just last year on her pathway to a Grand Slam, beating higher-level seeds on her way up the, up the ranks. And now I'm looking at her thinking, man, she might be the one that will take out the Australian Open after being the world number one. Just last night we had two awesome matches. Sits a pass, up two sets, mm. then loses the next two sets, then manages to bring it home against Sinner. 
He is on absolute tear, looking focused as in the Aussie Open. And then Azarenka doing it the hard way against Zhu as well. There's some great quality tennis going on. Yeah, and we saw Alex- Alexi Poprin, uh, although he lost the last round, uh, performed really well. He knocked out uh, Taylor Fritz, uh, mm. part of the Netflix, Netflix curse, I should say. Um, but we've still got Alex Dimonar in there. He's in the fourth round. Unfortunately, he comes up against Novak Djokovic, who I don't know whether he's faking that hamstring I injury or not. He's seen- I reckon he is. Yeah, I reckon he is. I think he is, mate. I think it's part of him, not for the crowd to get on, get on his uh, and start booing him. He's looking for a bit of sympathy because every time he gets in a bit of trouble, that hammy comes good. I'll tell you right now, if you go back and look at his last match, he was favouring the wrong hamstring. Mm. So he actually, <laughs> there's a point where he does the wrong one and you're like, hang on a second. <laughs> so I honestly, yeah, put your tinfoil out on. I reckon the same thing. I'm like, mm. I feel like he's faking it. We also said goodbye to one of the Aussie greats from the tennis court. Sam Stozer actually wrapped up her entire professional career at Melbourne Park over the weekend as well, finishing up in the mixed mixed doubles as well. I feel like we could talk about Sam Stozer's career, but I think when she left singles, we really celebrated that career. I reckon a few people probably didn't even know she was competing, to be honest. Yeah, still still around the age of 38. And look, she um, a big win was obviously in 2011 the US Open when she defeated Serena Williams. Uh, that was off the back of making the French uh, uh, Open final uh, the year before. But she finishes, like she had a highest ranking of fourth overall, um, finished with four major doubles titles and three mixed doubles crowns. Um, yeah, a superstar of the sport. I just felt that when she won in 2011, she had that breakthrough win against Serena. It was like she never expected to win. And then the pressure from that point on was just too much for her and she never ever played to that level again. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, look, let's move off from tennis now. Let's talk cricket. Now, I'm sure we've got stuff to talk about. There's a fast-paced WA bowler and you want to probably talk about mm. how New South Wales cricket is ruining cricket. And we can talk about that. But first, <laughs> Michael Clark fighting Carl Stefanovic. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's the worst gang I've ever seen. Michael Clark, Carl Stefanovic and Belly. My God. What's the worst bunch of blokes hanging out together? Uh, it was Look, it was horrible. They've both been fined, um, both Michael Clark and his girlfriend, who slapped him very hard twice uh, for public nuisance. I think it was $434 each, so that won't break the bank. But um, <laughs> seeing him sort of limping away with a, with a hamstring How injury. How funny is that? Think, he does a hamstring and uh, Put a shirt on too, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the real side of the sport. What are our thoughts on yep. Lance Morris out of WA, uh, the fast-paced bowler? How are you feeling? Well, Australia, we do have a, a love affection with, with genuine fast bowlers. We've seen that with Jeff Thompson. We saw it with my brother, Brett. Um, and this kid bowls regularly over 150 kilometres per hour. Um, I love I love the fact that he has a braced uh, front leg, Lance Morris. Um, but reluctantly, they're calling him the wild thing. Um, apparently, he didn't like that title, so it stuck. And uh, I, know, I know that happened to me when I got called Fugly. So uh, <laughs> be careful what you arc up to. <laughs> well, let's talk. Um, let's turn to New South Wales cricket at the moment because there's been a lot of crit- mm. like criticism about how they've been running their grassroots system. They're now awful at the moment in Australian cricket and are supposed to be a great breeding ground for up-and-coming players. Do you think they're focusing on the wrong things right now? Like, what's the problem that they've managed to develop here? 100% they are focusing on the wrong thing, and we saw this in rugby union. When you take out the heart and soul, the heart and soul of New South cricket has been the grade structure. It's a very strong grade competition, 20 teams, um, and you perform in that 
over a number of years, and that you get selected into a second eleven squad, and then hopefully into the first team. They're bypassing that now with these pathways, as all these kids coming through that have no experience, have never played against a lot of men for for a long period of time, and they're just not becoming the goods once they get selected in first class cricket. They're not hardened, and we saw that in rugby union where they ripped out the heart and soul of club rugby, put everyone into a pathway system. We haven't won a rugby game since. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that might be something Eddie Jones will be looking at changing. Yeah. Hey, uh, stick with us. We've got to talk rugby league at the moment. The big question is, could the NRL season be delayed by a player boycott? The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this summer is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Well, Shano, I'm sure you follow a lot of rugby league players on Instagram in between all the videos that you're watching that are very questionable. But um, <laughs> look, the NRL CBA has been a huge talking topic over the uh, over the break. The NRL took forever to announce the salary cap, which had clubs fuming. Now players are upset because they weren't consulted when it came to the rules around this CBA. And we're talking things like, you know, the pension afterwards, injury mm. uh, insurance, things like that. Uh, all players are taking online, putting teal squares up on their socials to highlight the fact that they're potentially going to boycott the beginning of the season if they don't get some of the changes they want in there. Now, people love to turn on the players immediately. Whose side are you on? The NRL or the players? I'm always been on the player side, 100%. And uh, look, I caught up with Brian Fletcher, the CEO of the Penrith Panthers, only a couple of days ago and asked him about this. And he's look, he believes that they will come together and they'll um, negotiate correctly prior to the first round. He said he can't see the players boycotting first round. Um, but it really comes down to the big sticking point, I think, and he agreed with it, is this the medical insurance post-football. Um, mm-hmm. He was saying you, like, you, you can't work for KPMG for two months and then um, get paid all your medical bills for the rest of your life. I know it's very, very different for sportsmen. Um, and some of them are saying, look, the number of injuries um, that they receive over their career, um, they have a lot of issues post-sport, um, and, and that is the case. So I think it'll come down to a length of time you played NRL, uh, and that should allow you to get surgery you know, post, um, po- post-retirement. But yeah, if you play one or two games, you shouldn't be uh, getting free medical for the rest of your life. Well, it's funny, like uh, under, under the current CBA, players only have 12 months. Yep. to get any surgeries or rehab they need from injuries mm. in their career, which is wild when you think that the amount of knees that get done in the sport, yep. that's yep. something that's going to be with you forever. Uh, and then on the other side of it as well is the NRLW, although they get a salary cap increase to a whopping $800,000, mm. um, they also don't have the season planned out. And, you, and you're kind of like, what's what's Flandy's doing here? And like he's trading barbs with Eddie Jones at the moment because that's nice and fun to do on on uh, on the airwaves. But what are we doing in the background? You didn't you didn't change the salary cap update it until just about Christmas when this when the season starts. You've told the women they're going to get more money, but then you don't even tell them how many games they're going to play and when it's supposed to start. And they're not insured. These people have full time jobs that they've got to try and manage around the sport that they want to play. I think it just shows it's it's a bit of a mess. If you really start to look at it, you start to go, wow, the NRL is a bit of a mess. 
at the moment. Well, mate, I, here's my prediction for the start of the year. Big one first show. Volandis will be gone within two months. Wow. That is huge. That yep. is. <laughs> okay, I like it. Hey, um, let's turn to the NFL, okay, because playoffs, it's a business end right now. The Philadelphia Eagles absolutely dominated the Giants. Mm. Uh, these guys were the NFC uh, number one seed, and they showed it, yeah, reaching the first NFC champions, ja- championship game since 2017. Wow. Of course, that was when they had that dream run to the Super Bowl, Shano. Mm. On the other side of it, and this is the big sticking point from the weekend's uh, matches so far, the Kansas City Chiefs did it the hard way against the Jags. Patrick Mahomes, yes. MVP favourite at the moment, went down with an ankle injury. They had some guy called Henny come onto the field to score a touchdown in his absence. He strapped it up, went back out there, finished the rest of the game. Now question marks are, will he be good to play next week? Well, that's a rumour, isn't it, that uh, is injury a lot worse than we first thought. And um, the rumours are that it is, mate. So... Yeah, that that'd be a huge, huge loss for him. He's obviously, as you're saying, the MVP and 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 a super player, and really um, is is the key factor in that side. But uh, yeah, hopefully he's not injured, mate, because he's a he's a draw card as well. Well, the latest is a high ankle sprain, is what yep. they've said that it yep. is. Now, the crazy thing about that injury, as you'd probably know, being an ex-sports say yourself, is sometimes that's four weeks. Sometimes yep. it's one week, sometimes it's two days. Yep. Like you don't know what this is going to be. I feel <laughs> like he's definitely going to play. He came out strapped on. He was limping around the field. I think you're going to be hard-pressed to keep him off the field if he's able to put a ball in his hands. So shouldn't be too worried with Chiefs fans. Quickly on the NBA before we wrap it up, uh, we were kind of singing his praises before Christmas, Shane, I think. Mm. How good is his season starting to be? Simmons has started to fall off a cliff for the Brooklyn Nets at the moment, and it's even copped a spray from Stephen A. Smith, who reckons he's getting himself ejected on purpose. Well, what about this call from Stephen A. Smith? He said uh, about Ben Simmons, he's in a bad situation. He said... Uh, he's stealing money. (laughs) (laughs) He said he's just showing up and stealing money. It's Ben Simmons is a funny one, isn't it? Like he just—it's all about the mental side of the game for him, and um, he's up and down. And uh, to be a consistent uh, professional sportsman, you can't be like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Nets fan. I wouldn't go as to say he's like. I find it hard to. It's hard for me to comprehend players purposely removing themselves for games, though. Mm. However, the NBA is a superstar league, and when I hear people say that all the time, I hear it's a me, me, me league. And, you know, he is part of the problem for the Nets. I mean, the Nets are paying him a decent amount of money. He needs another contract next year. He's going to come off contract. Not a lot of people want Ben Simmons at the moment, and the Nets are staring at – they've only won one game in the absence of Kevin Durant because people like Ben Simmons aren't playing quality basketball. So it's crazy to think that he was a number one overall pick. And now was. this is yeah. what he is. You know, it's you look at people like Giddy and even Dyson Daniel is playing off the bench for the Pelicans at the moment. These guys are new to the game and they are showing such a different type of mentality to the game than Ben Simmons is. And, you know, it's going to be Ben Hurt. It is, mate. Well, he had his first triple-double in uh, at least three three years the other day and, mm. and now it's sort of um, he's, he's just leaving the court again. So he, I don't know what kind of going through that guy's head. Yeah, it's, it's tough to answer the Nets and yep. tough to answer Ben Simmons at the moment. Mm. That's it for After the Sport today, so make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen so you can get updated each day with the big sports news and a big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And a big thanks to our producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. 
If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians, and more about sports, music, and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.